0: Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS.
1: Mr. Baseman
0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Krause, uh, the Mr. Bassman, coming to you on the beautiful WGNS. We are indeed most fortunate this morning to have with us the brand new academic dean of Montville State Community College, Laura Booth. And I must say, at this particular time, Montville State plays an extraordinarily important role in Rutherford County's education, and we're going to hear all about that. Welcome, Laura.
1: Hello, thank you.
0: Nice to have you, and in fact, we were commenting on the way over that this is celebrating her one month on positions, so we're really happy to have you here. I always like to start out with our guest. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you were born, schooled, raised, uh, so forth. Everything we need to know about Laura Booth.
1: Okay. Well, I was born in Titusville, Florida. Most people don't know where that is, but that is where the Kennedy Space Center is located. And then I lived a good majority of my life in Western Carolina. So it was a Western North Carolina where the, uh, in the mountains, Appalachian Mountains, went to high school there and went to college at Western Carolina University and have been teaching. High, I started out teaching high school and then I became a college professor, a math professor and at Georgia Military College, where I was also the academic dean for the past six years before coming to Motlow.
0: Great. And uh, this is your first venture into Tennessee, correct? It
1: is. It sure is.
0: I always like to ask this, put you on the spot. First impressions of Middle Tennessee and Rutherford County?
1: First impressions are, number one, this is the largest area that I've ever lived in. I was a very small town girl. But everybody has been absolutely welcoming, helpful. Um, I could not have asked for a better place to move.
0: And uh, certainly Motlow attracts uh, strictly a commuter college. There aren't dorms there. There aren't fraternities or sororities, et cetera. Uh, So from your first observations, kind of give me a definition of what a Motlow student is, if there's such a thing as a definition.
1: Motlow students, are they are exceptional. They understand the value that they're getting for their money when they come to a two-year community college. They're getting quality education. They're very diverse. They're involved. Um, I've had the pleasure of getting to know some of our students in SGA. Um, they're all very respectful and helpful as well. Definitely um, a very welcoming environment and could not be happier to be here.
0: And community colleges today are far more than the 17 or 18-year-old who has just graduated from high school, doesn't know quite what to do, so goes to the local neighborhood community college. Montel is far more than that, and it's more than one campus, correct?
1: Correct. We have four campuses across the Middle Tennessee, and we have service our adult learners, students who want to have career changes. We also have dual enrollment students and, of course, our traditional college students.
0: If you were talking to an adult learner, and I think in today's economy and today's uncertainty about the future, uh, going back and getting education, getting not only a degree, but getting a profession, getting a job, commitment, and so forth, uh, why is Motla one of the best in the state of Tennessee?
1: Motlow is one of the best because we offer such a wide variety of options for uh, the adult learners, those who, whether they've been out for quite some time, we have the skills and we have the services that will help them achieve any of the things that they would like to do. Um, We offer a diverse group of, I guess, courses that they can choose from that fit their lifestyle and fit their their needs.
0: From our personal uh, point of view, tell us about the faculty. Faculty will make or break a school.
1: Faculty definitely make or break a school. Uh, faculty are the they are the front lines. They are the ones that get the students to keep coming back. And we have an exceptional group of faculty at Motlow who are committed to student success. They are committed to serving the students. And they are the experts in their field.
0: And they bring to the classroom, and this is not only the adjunct but the full-time they bring to the classroom hands-on professional and work experience. Yes. And there's a certain advantage to that. It isn't just a shared experience, uh, but they have contacts, they have networking. And uh, any college student, whether they're 18 years old or whether they're a returning veteran or whether they're a returning adult, network is the name of the game. Yes. And how do we look at network building at Montlo?
1: Well, with the network building at Motlow, um, we have faculty who are willing to help our students and help, um, help them achieve what their dreams are. We will get them in touch with anybody that we know. Um, coming from personal experience, I'm still in contact with some of my professors from my undergraduate days. So it, they, these ties are so very important and the, our faculty are able to provide our students um, that personable experience that they need.
0: Uh, after one month, Uh, and you've made some reference to it in terms of how friendly and how helpful and how uh, really committed and dedicated people are to their college community. But other impressions of the campus. Uh, It's three buildings. I can recall before there were any buildings there on the Smyrna campus, but one-story building, two-story building, three-story building. Are we going to see a four-story building in the Laura Booth administration?
1: I I would love to. I would love to see Motlow expand to where we are outgrowing the the facilities that we currently have I don't know of any plans as I'm only one month into the job but I would love to see Motlow expand so we would need multiple buildings to accommodate all of our students
0: I do recall now things do change I do recall sitting as the adjunct representative on the Motlow State Smyrna Building uh, Committee here about five six years ago Mm -hmm. that they had a master plan of buildings Mm -hmm. and uh, literally I believe if my memory serves me right there were six buildings planned for the ultimate of the campus with one building replacing uh, the walker building where you currently are they the said walker
1: a, building is my home right now uh, so
0: a, a one-story building now parking's a problem at uh, motlow isn't it
1: As of with the current schedule and the Zoom, parking is not yet a problem. But when we are back in the full swing with all of our in-person classes, parking does get a little hairy.
0: Well, you got a parking lot that goes halfway to Murfreesboro. Yes. (laughs) So it's quite large. So uh, I I said that facetiously because many colleges and universities, parking is a very serious issue. And I can think of one unnamed school where it was one one and a half miles for myself as a faculty member, to go to class. Exercise was great, of course, but not 17-degree winter, snowy, rainy, windy weather. <laughs> but parking has always been very, very convenient. And uh, Motlow is still very affordable to most Absolutely.
1: people. Absolutely. We are. We have a very affordable tuition. Uh, many students with the Tennessee Promise can attend almost for free.
0: Which, you know, you're not going to do better than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, books normally... Uh, were a major expense for a college student but so many of the literature is now online Mm -hmm. and can be accessed online and so forth. Uh, Would you define the word, is there a heart of Murfreesboro? Uh, Excuse me, not Murfreesboro, uh, Motlow. Is there the heart heart of of Motlow? Motlow?
1: Um, Well, the heart of Motlow, the ones that I have dealt with just in my one month, we um, we have so many people who are able to assist in our on the front lines and want to help all of the students. So I can't imagine just picking one particular area to be the heart of Motlow. But um, there isn't anybody that you're gonna meet that isn't going to be helpful.
0: Well, you know, and I had that as a leading question. And the leading question is, having been there as long as I have, uh, you can go to any department at Motlow. And this is the uniqueness of the school. And I've been associated with a lot of schools over the many years. But you can go to any department at Matlow, stand by, stand behind, watch the staff work with a student. And they're not bureaucrats. They're not saying it's Form 1622 takes section three and what have you. They truly are passionate and care about the student. And that caring attitude conveys itself to men and women especially, and this has always encouraged me with student success, especially to the brand new student who comes in scared. Mm -hmm. You know, they're making the transition from high school to college. Although speaking about transition, talk about dual enrollment for a moment.
1: Dual enrollment is a fantastic program that allows high school students to get credit for college courses as well as their high school courses. Um, My daughter is a product of dual enrollment she is actually graduating with her associate's degree at the same time she's graduating with her high school diploma um, it is an excellent resource for students and we are very happy and very fortunate to serve quite a few dual enrollment students at motlow
0: do you know the one criticism of dual enrollment i heard from the students what's that it is fascinating every school that has dual enrollment The student who is now in college, and I'm thinking of the students from Laverne High School who Mm -hmm. are in your building, in the Walker building in classes, and I had one of them, one of those classes here last year. When they're in college, they suddenly have lost the full thought and anticipation of being a high school senior. Mm-hmm. and they're no longer psychologically thinking they're a wow, 12th grader, high school senior. They're now a college student. Mm-hmm. And high school to them is they've got one foot in the college and one foot in the high school, but the foot in the college is attracting them more to be an adult and be Mm -hmm. operating under an adult rule. Uh, I used to kid the uh, dual enrollment students, no, you don't need a principal's excuse to go down the hallway, you don't need a hall pass, Mm -hmm. you know, and so forth. You're on your own, you have your own responsibility. So they mature extremely quickly with the dual enrollment so that the Mm -hmm. high school is almost like, that was yesterday. (laughs) And I said, I hope you're still excited about a senior prom or a senior event and so forth. Mm -hmm. Not to the same degree, not Mm -hmm. to the same degree. Uh, Looking at Rutherford County, uh, before you accepted the position and so forth, uh, you drove around the community, I'm sure, to take a look.
1: I actually accepted the position before I've ever come up here. Oh, you
0: are very brave. Yes. That is fantastic.
1: We came up here after um, I accepted the position. and figured out the area
0: are we so happy to (laughs) say what did i do what kind (laughs) of mistake did i make why
1: no i from the time that we came up here the first time um, my husband and my kids we and we were looking around because we accepted the position then started looking for a place to go um we have we, we we loved it right away
0: well you know i uh, a little bit of history you know that murfreesboro itself is the exact center of the state of tennessee
1: i did not if you know did mm-hmm. took
0: a map of tennessee east west north south the exact center point is in murfreesboro mm-hmm. so you are in the center of the universe in uh, tennessee I always uh, I was going to ask you this. I guess I will. I said, you know, talking to many people who have lived in North Carolina, mm-hmm. they would say, well, historically, Tennessee used to be part of us. You know, <laughs> in the early time after mm-hmm. the Revolutionary War and we became the first 13 colonies, North Carolina is one of the colonies. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was part of it. And then Tennessee, they were going to actually create a new state called Franklin, hmm. uh, which is in eastern Tennessee, and uh, they named it Franklin in order to try to get the support of Ben Franklin to help in Congress to create this new state west of North Carolina. And he would not do it, and uh, Franklin became part of the Tennessee Territory, which became uh, its own state after uh, no longer being part of North Carolina. Do you have at this early time, and I know it's an unfair question to ask you one month into it, (laughs) but do you have certain dreams and hopes and goals, uh, even at this point, uh, it looks to me like you uh, rely to a great degree on intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, if you accept a job and haven't even known where the <laughs> job is, you know, this could have been the worst looking place this side of the Mississippi and what mm-hmm. have you. But you, so you have a certain intuition. And I don't mean that word to talk about how you pay for college, intuition. Right. But your intuition, what do you, at this point, if you wake up in the middle of the night with a dream, this is what I dream of Motlow State to be like Mm -hmm. during my uh, tenure here.
1: I would very much love to see Motlow um, go back to more of the in-person or on-ground classes. Uh, I think the pandemic kind of put a – kink in everybody's plans in terms of education, but I'd like to expand our offerings. I'd like to get more enrollments and just get the word out to Rutherford County of the extreme value that Motlow offers all of our residents.
0: And you made a very important point is that you will schedule classes not only the traditional eight to five, mm-hmm. you have a very strong evening program. Yes, and you have the weekend warriors. That's right. And mm-hmm. uh, you know the weekend warriors uh, is an interesting group—people who are working during the week and they mm-hmm. come during the Saturday and Sunday on a couple of intensive classes. Uh, as a teacher I can tell you that to teach an intensive class, you really have to have a bag of tricks to keep yes, them occupied. You
1: have to have a bag of tricks and you have to have probably very dedicated students to to learn the material because they're they are there for one reason. They're there to improve their skills, they're there to get the knowledge that they need. So having having those dedicated students makes it a lot easier.
0: Talk about as an educator, uh, the issues, problems, challenges and opportunities. That has evolved the last two years because of the pandemic and because of having to do alternative teaching mm-hmm. methods.
1: It's it's been a challenge. Um, it's a challenge for the teachers. We're you know having to create, educate, or create curriculum that is going to work from Zoom. We can't always do the hands-on projects that we would like to do. I know as a previous uh, math teacher, I was a professor of math before I came here. Um, I like to do a lot of hands-on. Activities uh, that was a that would be challenging now. Um, everybody's via Zoom. It's difficult to kind of separate home and school. It's very nice if you can have that separation. It gives you a, a focus. Um, you know, just like with us, if we brought our work home all of the time, we would never have any experience beyond work. So you know,
0: I would ask students on Zoom, uh, "How much weight did you gain in this class?" <laughs> and uh, they would look at me kind of funny. What do you mean, how much weight? Well, the refrigerator is very close to you, and you feel Mm -hmm. like that cold pizza this morning after the pizza dinner last night. Wouldn't a slice of cold pizza taste good? So you're munching the cold pizza, Mm -hmm. and boy, those pretzels that were left over, those taste good. And Oh, a box of popcorn. I think I'll put that in the popper and have some popcorn. So I would always ask, did you gain weight in the 15 weeks of class?
1: Yes. Having that separation and having that, that time that you are just solely focused on on your academics is a very important part i think that gets lost via zoom
0: as we chatted earlier i love to tell this story on zoom and i'm not a zoom fan believe me i i love to see the energy level of a student in a classroom and the energy level of one student encourages the energy level of the second student which multiplies to the fourth student it's a multiplier effect at the energy if the teacher creates and maintains the energy level Uh, But I guess I would say how many people I would have in class with their dogs on their lap during the period of time. And I could tell you, I graduated more dogs in political science than (laughs) probably anybody in the United States. uh, Told me that the class went to the dogs. Mm -hmm. But it was fun. It was great. Uh, So we really appreciate having you here, Laura. Thank you. Laura A. Booth, who is the brand new dean of... uh, academics, academic dean at Motlow State Community College in beautiful downtown Smyrna, Tennessee.
1: Yes, please come see us and we'll help you with all of your education needs. Well,
0: even if you're thinking about it, come visit just get a feel of it. Go to the library, walk around, see the happy faces of students and mm-hmm. just come by and say hello, introduce yourself and yes. you become part of the Motlow family. That's right. Thank you very much. And Thank you. everybody have a wonderful day and the weather will be nice today.